Welcome to Summoner's Rift. Welcome to We Are the Champions, a League of Legends lore podcast featuring Nora Blake and Zoe Ash Mars and Olivia Joseph. I'm Nora Blake and Zoe Ash Mars, and I'm Olivia Joseph. I I feel like I feel like they're not gonna get that you're doing the freak voice. Uh, well, I can't. Uh, oh, um, uh, be sure to uh give us a like on iTunes for massive damage. There you go. Now you know I'm doing a freak voice. Oh, this was a mistake. I like to take <laughs> Olivia in the jungle. Uh, <laughs> this is a mistake. <laughs> You're going to say something that's going to like activate my secret agent programming, and I'm going to take a gun, and I'm going to bleep this out. Bleep this out. <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Please. Okay. Look, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Yes. Our goal about here, League of Legends. It's about League of Legends. It's about lore. It's about coming to a greater, more perfect understanding of League of Legends and the world of Runeterra. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing about League of Legends and the world of Runeterra. You told me this, it blew my mind. And this is why we're doing this podcast. League of Legends is not real. It's right? not real. It's. It used to be real, and now it's not. It used to be real. Uh, the events that occurred in League of Legends used to be happening in the world in which League of Legends takes place. It used to be like uh, like G Gundam, you know, like oh fuck, it would, was G Gundam. It was G Gundam. Guys but would fight, and that was Gundam politics. It was G Gundam. If the Gundam fight match happened every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a disaster. Also, it's only called the Gundam Fight Match. That's the Gundam Fight. Gundam Gundam Fight Match, whatever. Gundam Fight uh, Match is only in the English dub. That's what they call the individual fights, but it's the Gundam Fight is the tournament. Oh, I hate that too. Okay, but they changed the League of Legends lore. This is a service game. They did updates, and in one update, they rebooted the lore and now league of legends is its own super smash brothers you know yeah basically um the lore as it exists in 2020 is we have all these characters they all have backstories and sometimes those backstories intertwine and there are common setting elements that are uh that like you know the the nation states of runeterra for example um but they felt restrained by the original premise Which was that you were playing a summoner, you were like calling these heroic figures from the world, and you were using them as puppets to work out like political strife. Um, but they felt constrained by that because they could never make a character that was stronger than a summoner, and they wanted to make cool like demigod characters and all these other like ideas that were just that just didn't fit into that uh, conceit. And so they just did away with all of that, and now they have rewritten most of the lore. Some characters have, like, just been completely redone, and some have been... remained mostly the same. And what we're going to do 
what we're going to do is uh, every week we are going to get, we have a spreadsheet. We're going to get a random number generator. We're going to roll a number in the spreadsheet. We're going to find the champion that corresponds to that number. We're going to read their lore, and then we're going to bullshit about it. Because here's the thing. What Riot has done is they've created for us an idealistic challenge, okay? Because the League of Legends champions, as we know them, if they don't literally represent the things that happen in Runeterra, they're only representations of an ideal Runeterra that exists out there in the universe. The platonic form of Ezreal, he's out there. We're going to find him. We're going to drag him kicking and screaming into the material realm. And we're going to get his ass. We're going to get his ass. Oh, we'll gank him. Sorry, I'm still working on the terminology. We're going to gank him. We're going (laughs) to... Yes, we're going to gank him. God, gamer slang is the worst thing in the world. (laughs) It's all bad. (laughs) Stop. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we get it, we bullshit it, we're going to try to we're gonna try to fill in the gaps from these little bios, you know? Yeah, but by bullshit, what we really mean is, like I said at the beginning, we're going to understand League of Legends. You, do, you might think that you understand League of Legends. You might think in your, in your glass towers with your 1500 ELO or your 2100 ELO, you might think with your golds and your platinums that you understand League of Legends, but you do not. You don't you know don't, fuck. You don't know shit. We don't know shit. We don't but we're going anything. But we are going on the journey of a million steps. We're going to arrive. With our first mile. <laughs> and we're going to understand perfectly the, I, the loosely connected ideals that form the concept of League of Legends. And by listening to this podcast, you will be empowered. And you will you will take this knowledge and you will win games of League of Legends because we will we will break the matrix open and you will see how everything works. You are promising so much right now. I'm I know. We can't deliver. We can't We, we have to empower our listener base so that we can all rise up and burn Riot to the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should say that. Official podcast policy. Fuck Riot Games. Uh, fuck capitalism. Lennon was right. That's my boy. Um, uh, d- create a... Uh, destroy it all and create a world of love and solidarity between the people. Yeah, and specifically Riot Games get fucked because of like the uh, horrible way that they treat their employees. For uh, very like numerous mm-hmm. occasions, this has come up. This is old news. Um, we're not gonna like hash it out here because fuck Riot Games. There's not that much to talk about. They're they're a shitty company in a world of shitty companies. I guess it's good that we said that up front. It's like the 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 like episode one of Shrieking Check saying J.K. Rowling is a turf sort of situation. J.K. <laughs> Rowling's a turf and Riot are capitalists, but they're also uh, nasty. They're also just bad people. I mean. Not everyone, but you know the 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 shot callers at the top, <clears throat> the organizational structure. Yes. Um, All right. You want to just roll a fucking champion? Yeah. Uh, do you want to do it, or do, should I? Like who? Oh, who I want to press the, the button. Okay, press the button. I'm gonna press that button. Okay, and in three, two, one. Okay, we have number twenty, which alphabetically. Ooh. 
is Camille the Steel Shadow. Camille. We got a cop. We got a cop. I think we got a cop. Okay, so uh, our first champion of the podcast is Camille the Steel Shadow. Um, and the, the general way this is going to work is each champion in League of Legends has a little, like, uh, lore paragraph uh, that you can find in the game that just gives you, you know, the pitch of the character. And then there's a longer biography uh, available on the website. Uh, we're going to read you the basic paragraph so you get an idea of what this character is. And we've read the biography ourselves off mic, and we're just going to vamp on that rather than we're gonna, become an audiobook yeah. service. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to explain what it is uh, and, like, give you the rundown. But we're not going to read it out loud, basically. We're going to jump off. Yeah. All right. So, Camille the Steel Shadow. Weaponized to operate outside the boundaries of the law, Camille is the principal intelligencer of Clan Pharos, an elegant and elite agent who ensures the Piltover machine and its Zonite underbelly runs smoothly. Adaptable and precise, she views sloppy technique as an embarrassment that must be put to order. With a mind as sharp as the blades she bears, Camille's pursuit of superiority through Hextech body augmentation has left many to wonder if she is now more machine than woman. Uh, then human. Mine says woman. <laughs> Mine says human. <laughs> Mine says specifically woman. Are you in the game? No, I'm Ooh. on the website. No, I mean, in the game, they both no, say No, in the woman. game, it says woman. They both say woman. In the overview tab in the game, it says woman, but in the website page, universe.legallegends.com slash en underscore us slash champion slash Oh, Camille. I'm on the European website, and it says woman in Europe. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. The ideology already <clears throat> jumps out. Fuck. <laughs> uh, we also have a quote here. We have sort of a... um. Sort of each character page also has sort of like an AOL away quote from the character. Uh, Camille's is precision is the difference between a butcher and a surgeon. Yeah, so Camille is the uh, horny for robot legs champion. Yeah, kind of. She got she's got real big hips. A lot. Of, here's the thing: League of Legends does a thing similar to Gotcha Games. I feel where. Because there's so many goddamn characters, they have to have a thing that they are. You just look at it and you're like, boom, I've got it. That's the horny for robot legs character. We'll find the pit character someday, I'm sure. Oh, God. <laughs> oh they're there. <laughs> they're somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it might be Caitlyn. I don't know. I'm looking at Caitlyn right now on this page. Look, we're with Camille right now. We're with Camille right now. This is a Cam this is the Camille zone. This is the Camille zone. Uh, what do we know about Camille? Camille is she sounded like a cop at first glance. Uh, she is like a mafia enforcer, really. It's a yeah. Like her clan is, they're like the the they're like the official. They're part of the official government. So she's not quite mafia. She's more like a 
government well fixer. Her family produces hex tech crystals mm-hmm. from um, an endangered sy- species in another no, but country, also syn- but uh, also synthetically, um, which are not as good and might be bad. Um, but what it is is that she has like her family is wealthy enough and powerful enough that they have a place on the blue wind court which i guess is some sort of association of of like aristocrats within uh piltover can i just say i love fantasy shit where they just slam two words together to make a new word blue wind i've been playing the card game all the shit in the card game is like that every single card is named the x y z uh, the surge binders i love fantasy baby um so yeah she's so she's like the aristocracy of piltover piltover and so yeah go. i was gonna say the aristocracy of piltover but piltover being a place where that doesn't mean like nobles it means like elon musk <laughs> it does mean elon musk I'm I'm actually really glad that we got a Piltover and Zon champion early on because, like, I actually I learned this about League of Legends recently and it blew my mind. I always thought like in the card game they're together, they're one region. The card game is like split into different regions, so it's Piltover mm-hmm. and Zon one region. I commented to somebody I know who played League of Legends like, uh, I I was like it's funny to me that League has like two steampunk cities and they just slam them together. And my friend told me, no, they're one city. It's the, like, rich steampunk city and the poor steampunk city. And the people in the rich steampunk city gave the poor city a different name. (laughs) The ideology jumps out. It's literally vertically, like, it's not full-on Midgar, I don't think. Like, it's not that separate. But, like, Piltover's on the cliff and Zaun is under the cliff. Uh, it in uh, Camille's biography, it also sort of hints that the artificial hextech crystals her family produces is contributing to the pollution and smog that permanently hangs over Zon. So mm-hmm. this is this is the thing about League of Legends. I honestly think this is like pretty good shit. <laughs> but uh-huh. I look at it and I'm like, do you know? <laughs> Do you know what you're doing? They gave the poor city a different name so it wouldn't be associated with their city. It's just like <laughs> uh I mean art is art is interpreted art you know art is like mutually created by you know the artist and the audience, right? So yeah. Whatever, man. Uh I'm going to make it class. Sure, yeah. It's like it is that, but because League of Legends is a mirror that is reflecting a billion different things, some of which were intentionally about class, and so it carries over those trappings, Mm -hmm. even though it's not itself trying to be that specifically. Yeah. Um, I think think because, like, it has characters that are from all sorts of things. There's, like, here's the vampire, here's the the unicorn girl, here's the... Twink anime boy Indiana Jones. Yes, that too. That's Ezreal. Here. Here's a, a small child on a yeti. Um, 
Here's a ghost. Here's another different ghost. Here's Timo. He's a little he's a little mouse man ranger who loves mushrooms. He's an Ewok who's always high. <laughs> uh, one of his lines in the card game is, The adventure starts with mushrooms. And I'm like, okay, you knew. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Um, and so, because of that, yes, we will see a billion different contradicting like ideologies in this game. But we are here to guide you through this this thorn bush and so that you can piece all these these different things together into League of Legends. <laughs> League of Legends. And we we will achieve our cosmic awareness of League of Legends mm-hmm. together. Yes. Starting with Camille. Oh, we have another Camille fact from the biography. She's hetero. Yep. Tragically hetero. She's tragically hetero. She was in love with the man who turned her into a robot, and he was like, damn, if I give her hot robot legs, she's not going to want to be my girlfriend anymore. (laughs) If I turn her into RoboCop, will she still feel love? Uh, Yeah, actually. The the biography pretty clearly states that, like, I mean, she's still got emotions, dude. You replaced her circulatory system, not her brain. (laughs) Like... This is this is very funny to me as an indication of like Piltover is a place where they have enough tech to turn somebody into RoboCop, but they don't the guy who does it doesn't seem to understand that emotions are stored in the head. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that there are no poets in in uh Piltover. Oh. So everyone is just everyone's steampunk Wait. or a cop. Or is it that there are only poets in Piltover? I don't know what I'm saying. No, there's no poets in Piltover, because everything in League of Legends is only one thing. Piltover is the cop zone. Everyone's a cop. Well, Demacia... They're all... A lot of them are the cop zone. Demacia is, like, also... I don't know. Demacia is the cop zone. Lux is, like, being hunted by her own family. We'll get to that later. (laughs) I don't know who that is. True, right. There's only... Sorry, sorry, I forgot the world of League of Legends only has these two cities and Camille, the Steel Shadow. Yes, this is the, this is the beginning of our rich tapestry. Um, also, her brother's name is Steven. Her brother's name is Steven. Actually, it's Steven, I guess. I haven't seen it spelled S-T-E-V-A-N before. Um, wait, what? S-T... Oh my god, <laughs> Steven. Ste- like, like... If you spell Steven with a PH, then the second uh, syllable is usually an A, right? But if you spell it with a V, isn't it usually E-N? Yeah, but then you can also do PH with an E, and it can just all be pronounced Steven. But that's definitely Steven. Steven. Camille and Steven. Also, they're Clan Pharos, Clan Iron. Bruh. Yeah, do you get it? You gotta... Oh, you gotta try a little harder. <laughs> no, you don't. You extremely do not. I would like you to try just a little harder. <laughs> just... <laughs> Please give me some. I'm trying. Look, we're trying to do a podcast here. Okay. So Camille, she got turned into a robot, and then her boyfriend left her. She's Mafia RoboCop Spec Ops. Oh wait, I want to call out. Call out post for Camille's boyfriend. He's a bitch. Like, he just left her. He didn't even... 
wait around to see if she was still in like a, had emotions and stuff. He just ghosted. He turned her into a robot and was like, peace. She was like, because of Steven's betrayal of like faking his own attack um, to show her that she was needed as RoboCop. Um, she was like, no, this is more important than love. Okay, so and she I can't dumped be distracted. Him, and then he ghosted. Yes. Okay, it's like a retaliatory ghosting. Half a call out post for Camille's boyfriend. Uh huh. I I still think he's a buster. He doesn't understand biology. Um, but you know what? Uh, sometimes you get dumped and you just. Yeah, it is awkward to break up with with your boyfriend, who is your surgeon, who must now uh make you robocop Mm -hmm. it's a little awkward it's like um also your co-workers it's a whole also your co-workers your brother is his boss that's a red flag ladies if he's hesitant about turning you into robocop you may need to talk about it also uh she doesn't age she's immortal now she's a grandma She's a grandma. It mentions her grandniece at the end. She she has a grandniece, but that could mean the that she never had children, but uh, her sibling probably, yeah. did. She probably never Steven, had children, but Steven Steven probably had children, sorry, right? Because he lived children. in the old age. Yes. That's there true. You. But I would maintain that you can have grandma energy without necessarily yes. you know, you can be a grandma without literally being a grandma. All this to say that Camille is very obviously, um, what is the character, uh, Lin Beifong. From what? From Legend of Korra. Oh, shit. Because she uses cables stored in the hips. Cables are stored in the hips. Uh, emotions are stored in the brain. These are some of our first lessons together. Mm-hmm. Um, what we learned about uh, biology. She- on we she are the has champions. The, <laughs> she has the gray hair, the white hair, um, and the like dedication to perfect execution in her job. Also, this is really unlocking the matrix for me. Like I'm seeing the source code now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah this this is this is another thing of like this character is. X and that can be on one hand it can be brand this character's the fire guy he's burning man he's on fire uh it can also be um like Ezreal is Indiana Jones but through the um anime boy lens Camille is Lin Beifong through the RoboCop lens mm-hmm. it's really obvious when you're told it but I would not have even thought maybe because I only watch one season of Legend of Korra but I didn't grok it at first glance mm-hmm. like I do with some of them. So I'll give them a point if we're giving the right, the character designers of League of Legends points <laughs> and then deciding whether they'll be allowed to live in our new empire. Your new empire. <laughs> oh, we did Star Wars. <laughs> Episode one, we did Star Wars. <laughs> the Star Wars brain is in us all the time. It lurks. It is a phantom menace of the podcast, if you will. The Star um, Wars it will be <laughs> Star Wars brain also lurks in League of Legends. Yes. Uh so every every episode of this podcast will probably have a Star Wars quote. <laughs> uh, that one that's a promise we can deliver. <laughs> um but that's Camille. Oh, she also likes long walks 
in the gray, which is the ecological mm-hmm. smog that she and her family created. So, uh... Well, helped contribute to. I'm sure they didn't create it. Okay. They're pretty responsible It's a structural for it. issue. Pretty responsible for. Partially responsible. The Zonites, the Zonites should execute her family. Oh, absolutely. All of them are getting either the guillotine or the wall, depending on like what style of like what play we're running. Our here. new our new segment, the Zanskar Minute, where we decide if, if this <laughs> League of Legends character gets the guillotine. <laughs> Uh, this one? Yes. Yes. Off with her head. Yes. <laughs> and that's the Zanskar that... Minute. And that's the Zanskar Minute. Ba-doop-boop. boop Alright, you want to go to our third segment? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright, stop the recording. Transitional dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! And we are back. Uh, the third segment of every episode of We Are the Champions is a little bit of a deep dive on the character. We talked about what Riot has written, what Riot has set up, but now we're going to take these pieces and we're going to build a beautiful house of cards. Um, and to do that, I've gone to BuzzFeed.com and I found a quiz that we're going to take as Camille. We're going to answer the questions uh the way that we think camille would answer and so uh, we will we will have at the end of this a deeper understanding of the character because according to this quiz everyone is 50 percent dead marvel character and 50 percent living marvel character which is camille we will answer this question now holy fucking shit also black widow <laughs> whichever what? one whichever one black widow is camille was 50 percent <laughs> black widow <laughs> I think Black Widow is 50% alive and 50% dead. <laughs> I haven't watched a Marvel movie in like 20 fucking years. Damn. I've DM'd you the quiz because I didn't want you to know what it was ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Question one. What would your friends describe? How would your friends describe you? I misread the first word. Okay, so Camille doesn't have any friends. This is This is problematic already. Yeah, but our options are silly, introspective, witty, neurotic, wild, brutally honest, super sweet, generous, ambitious, or inspiring. But I will say that on the Camille page on the website, it says related champions. Oh, those are her friends. Those are her friends. For the purpose of the quiz, Camille, uh, Camille's friends are Caitlin, Ezreal, and Jace. Mm. The Okay, those are three people who seem to me like they take the piss. Oh, but if you scroll down, you also get Victor and Vi and Echo and Oriana and Warwick. So just all of the characters from this zone, actually, is what we're talking about when we say related champions. Well, I can't. I only see the first three. And those seem to me all like characters who would describe her as neurotic. They seem like they'd give her shit. Absolutely. So we're going to click that. I guess I'm also <sighs> taking this quiz. <laughs> What's your favorite Avengers film? We have The Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame. Hmm. I would like to put forth Endgame because it is a heist and the characters have to like execute on a plan 
in multiple stages. And I think that that sort of operation is something that Camille would be like into watching. You know, I think that she likes watching police procedurals. She likes watching things get set up and then executed on. Mm. That makes sense. I'm also going to trust your judgment because I haven't even seen three of these movies. I've only seen the (laughs) Avengers. And you watched the Avengers 20 years ago, as we established. As we established. I haven't seen an Um, Avengers movie since 1983. That's 40 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're picking Endgame for that. Mm -hmm. Next question just says, pick a DC character. The Flash, Green Arrow, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, or Joker? She strikes me as a Batman kind of girl. And let me explain. Batman is dedicated. He Mm. has trained himself to, like, physical excellence, near perfection, doing spec ops shit in the background, you know, in the underbelly (laughs) of the city. Like, I think that's Arrow, though. That's Arrow? Arrow does have more of, like, a... Via the CW, so this is the CW Arrow specifically. Yes, the the CW Flash and Arrow, the Warner Brothers, Wonder Woman, and Batman and Superman. And then also the the Joker. Actually, Joker from Joker, Superman from Man of Steel, Wonder Woman from uh, Man of Steelverse, but Christian Bale Batman? Yeah, I don't think she'd be in the Christian Bale Batman. I think she would find him sloppy. Yeah, absolutely. That's a sloppy man. That's a sloppy Batman. Green Arrow, though. Crisp. Yes. Mr. Amell himself. All right. She watches him do the salmon ladder, and she's like, yes, good. I've also never seen any of these TV shows. Okay. Well, only the two, the, only the first two are TV shows, but, you know. <laughs> I do have some... I've, I've seen my mom watch them. I have some thoughts about, like, the explicit copification of superheroes that they represent, but... We'll... Mm-hmm. That's for I don't know. That's for a different episode, <laughs> a different Next podcast up, maybe. Oh, I should cl- I should click I should actually click arrow on this quiz. Next up is pick a Marvel TV show. Mm-hmm. We have Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, The Punisher, Agents of Shield, Daredevil, and Agent Carter. Some of these I didn't know existed. <laughs> hmm. These are tough because a lot of these are sort of like street level crime shit. Definitely, you know. Yeah. For me. It's either Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, or The Punisher. Those are the ones that stand out to me. It's very telling that uh, Iron Fist is not on here. (laughs) Fuck Iron Fist. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, but we know... Luke Cage, uh, weird body, so Hmm. possibly a personal identification there. Jessica Jones... um... Sloppy is the thing. Yeah, sloppy. (laughs) Deeply sloppy as a person. (laughs) So. Yeah. I don't want to pick the Punisher just on principle. I think it might be the Punisher, though. It might be. No, here's here's an idea. It might Mm -hmm. be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. For the sort of like secret agent stuff. Yeah, exactly. Which, I don't know, maybe Agent Carter is that? But I don't know anything about Agent Carter. I do know things about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I want Camille to hang out with Ghost Rider. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's not an option. So Agents (laughs) of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm going to click Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think if I knew more about Agent Carter, I might click that one, but I'm not going to pick something that I don't know. Um, 
Pick a pet is our next prompt. Uh, cat, dog, bunny, tarantula, snake, and guinea pig. I think it's very interesting that the pictures provided here. Um, the guinea pig is from a Nickelodeon show. The guinea pig is from a Nickelodeon show. It's wearing uh, a cape. I know the show, but I don't remember what it is. They're they're like all attributed to some sort of media company, which is interesting. Bunny uh, from the CW. <laughs> oh yes, where bunnies come from. Okay, so let me let me throw out what's in my heart. Tarantula. Oh, I don't like spiders. Neither do I, but I feel like Camille would like a spider. I think she's very refined, though. I think it like a cat. A cat? It seems too basic, a pet. I don't think Tarantula is the bug pet for Camille. Okay. Because it doesn't have a web. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Um, but I am going to say, well, the cops like dogs. Cops do like dogs, but she's also not really a cop. She's just like, she's a punk edit cop. <laughs> she's a punk edit cop. That's the episode <laughs> title. Camille, the punk no, edit no, cop. No, the punk edit cop is Vi. What are we talking about? Shit. Shit. No, but she's literally not a cop, right? Because No, Vi is definitely a cop. Caitlin is the cop and she's chasing Vi, right? No, they're chasing they're both chasing Jinx. Fuck. I didn't I didn't remember how the polycule worked out. <laughs> uh no, they're both cops and I know because um uh when Vi levels up in the card game, uh her level up animation is her punching a graffiti of Jinx. Oh god. Um Punch tribute video. <laughs> Okay, anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, I would... I vote cat. Yeah. I feel like the picture of the cat, it's like a Scottish short hair, so that's sort of biasing me. But I feel like... I feel like actually like a really sleek white cat. Uh, maybe a sphinx cat? Ooh. Her bio said that she likes tea. So like Camille in mm-hmm. the lounge with a thing of tea and her sphinx cat. There we go. I, th- I think we got it. I think there we go. It. Uh, crushed it. Who's the best Marvel villain? Loki? Thanos? Hella? Helmet Zero? <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> Mysterio? Mysterio is in the second Spider-Man movie. Oh, okay. Hmm. The fuck is Helmet Zero? Uh, I think he's like... Is that the Civil War guy? He's one of the Nazi guys. Is he the actual Nazi guy or the guy who's using the Nazis to fuck over the Avengers? Man, I don't know about Marvel. <laughs> but I'm going to make a case. I'm going to make a case for Hela. Because Hela has that... Mm. Hela's got that whole thing where she's like, look, all the stuff that you like, that's Empire, baby. That's there because of Empire. So you better do some fucking imperialism. And I feel like Camille vibes with that. This is a strong case. I feel like Camille looks at Helen and says, yes, you do have to do some imperialism. Camille does not like Killmonger. No. She's that is like, not, that is not, that, that's not going to work. That's not her vibe. Uh, also, she would definitely criticize Loki and Thanos. But I you think Hela is the right bet here. Randomly killing half the people? That's, that's nasty. That's not precise. That's not anything. 
next up is an MCU location. Wakanda, Asgard, Sokovia, The Compound? The Avengers Tower, Hawkeye's Farm? <laughs> Hawkeye's Farm. <laughs> Um, um man I, sokovia appears to be a hole in the ground i don't know what's up with that oh they blow up sokovia in one of the movies it's like a fake <clears throat> europe like eastern european city or country that they blow up i'm gonna say avengers tower because it's like in the metropolis mm-hmm. and it's high tech she's yeah, so, exactly. she's basically like a superhero <laughs> she's a copified superhero yeah, basically pick an infinity stone. Power, mind, time, reality, soul, space. She feels like a mind stone kind of girl. Hmm. I think so. I think that I think that tracks. What superpower would Camille want? Mind reading? Flying? None, just awesome tech, which is what she has. Super strength, super speed, laser vision. I guess just tech is what we'll answer. <laughs> Canonically, she just wanted awesome tech. Yeah. Uh, which did give her super strength and super speed. Mm-hmm. What's the most important thing to you? Family, romantic love, success, money, leaving it behind a legacy, heroism, sex, living comfortably, your friends, or travel? Canonically, it's family. Her biography is that whole thing about the family creed is like you sacrifice for the family. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to click That's family. Easy. Which leaves us with... Uh, Camille is half Shuri and half Loki. Loki's dead? Damn. R.I.P. Oh, yeah, they, uh, they kill him off, like, immediately. R.I.P. You've definitely got a mischievous side. You love playing tricks on your family members, even though deep down you'd do anything for them. You're incredibly clever, and sometimes you wish more people would realize it. If you got the opportunity, you could literally dominate the world. It makes it sound like a kink thing. (laughs) I mean, true. Look at her. I think she does. I think Camille does have a mischievous side, but it is sort of a cruel mischief. Mm -hmm. Like she is the, she is the grandma. Like she's got to have some like grandma tricks. Just some grandma tricks, you know? know Is that the episode? (laughs) No, the episode (laughs) is just... Is just Camille, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to do. I want to do a fun title, Grandma Tricks. <laughs> we are the champions, episode one, Grandma Tricks. It's good. Okay. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> That's not true. That's impossible. We got some emails. We do already. have some emails. You can send in any email about League of Legends, about lore, about characters, about how to play the game or the card game. We will give you advice. We will tell you. We will illuminate this world for you. All you have to do is address your emails to wearetheemail at gmail.com. That's good. You didn't tell me that was the name of the email at first, but that's a good email. (laughs) Uh, We got two questions right now. (laughs) Hunter asks, I get really into League for like one month every two years so i don't have any newbie questions but i was wondering what your favorite skin is mine is arcade sona um wait while typing this i thought out of a question when trying a new character do you go into a bot match or do you just go into a casual game so first what's your favorite skin nora please go first (laughs) the first one that came to mind was kale's warhammer skin Ooh, the Um, the one where she's like a weird statue yeah. That's pretty dope. 
I'm going to click it and get the actual name of it here. I think it's like Iron Angel. Iron Inquisitor Kale is great. I used to have the Gray Kale from the from the disc that I bought on my old account, but that account was stolen. So. Jeez. Um, hmm. See, I had a thing, but then it was like really close. <laughs> it's actually, it was very close aesthetically to your skin. And now I feel like I need to have a new favorite skin. I can also list some other skins I love. Uh, I, Riven is a great character, and uh, um, I love Dawnbringer Riven a lot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Ar- I like that one. I, I do like Arcade Riven. I think it looks dumb, but I like it a lot. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen Arcade Riven. Um, hmm. Okay, it's, uh, it's a Soaring Sword Fiora, because um, one, she's really pretty, Uh Usually League Art doesn't do, doesn't do it for me, but she looks very good in there. She also reminds me of, God, who's that lady from Tales of Symphonia? Sheena? Rain? Rain? No, it's, oh, um, it's the summoner girl. Honestly, uh, early, early transition goals. I remember playing Tales <laughs> of Symphonia and being like, damn, I wish I could be a cool girl summoner. Definitely uh-huh. the, the summoning part. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Soaring Sword Fiora. Pretty good. Fiora just has a lot of good skins. Oh, I forgot about Vampire Fiora. What, sorry? Night Raven Fiora. Oh, that's real good. That's that's fantastic. (laughs) It's just really good character design. Uh, She has her, like, whole... um, Her, like... She has just so much character on display. Her whole titty um, out. <laughs> Titty's out. <laughs> um, um, the the hair accent is uh, the highlights. Um, glowing red eye always a plus. This is a fantastic skin. I'm gonna if I ever have any points, I will buy that skin. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Okay, what's our second email? Our second email comes in from Casey, who says, What does it mean to get jinxed? Is it good? Do I want to get jinxed? No, you do not want to get jinxed. Uh, I would like to provide with for you the uh, Gmail automated response that it suggests. Okay. Um, <laughs> the first uh, suggestion is, I don't know. The second one is, yes and yes. <laughs> And the last one is, no, it doesn't. Okay. I say you don't want to get jinxed because Jinx's vibes are rancid. Hmm. I don't know Jinx yet, but... Whenever whenever Jinx does exist, you will see that her vibes are rancid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be good to get Jinx, actually. She runs the gauntlet from Disney Princess to Harley Quinn, both both vibes which are cursed as hell. She's 50% Disney princess and 50% Harley Quinn. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, no, there's one where she's like a sci-fi. That one's kind of cool. Where where she's like a sci-fi. Great. I'm a podcast host. Huh? I said there's one where she's like a sci-fi, period. No, yeah. No, I get you. (sighs) Anyway, you don't want to get jinxed. It's bad for your complexion. I say try it and see if you like it. Okay. Well, you know, 
If you don't like it, don't come crying to me. Don't come crying to me either, actually. Um, the last thing I want to do is I want to ask you what the best Camille skin is. Oh, right. That's true. Let me get back to her. Um, back to... Shut up. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, for me, uh, I gotta say, uh, in my heart, it's a toss-up between IG Camille and uh, Coven Camille. Um, and, you know, I think I might surprise you. I'm going for Coven Camille. Interesting. She got those huge horns. Yeah, those those are those are good horns. She's Very got, useful. She's hot in the IG skin because she's got short hair and yellow eyes. But the outfit, I think it's worse. Coven, she's like a weird deer lady. Uh, she's got these, you know, they made her like blade feet cooler. Um, yeah. Going with Coven, Camille. What's yours? Um, I think I'm going with IG. Okay. So it's good to have some I like, diversity. I like the art, and also I like the character model better. Hmm, I'm not looking at the character model, so uh, that doesn't factor into my decisions right now. But I like that we have a little <clears throat> we have a spread of what I think are the two best ones. Yeah. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of We Are The Champions. As always, you can send emails to weartheemail at gmail.com. Not emails! The title of the podcast is plural, but the title of the email is not. That's it. Uh, do we have, like, a sign-off we wanted to do? Uh, I think I wanted to say Phil Bottom. <laughs> My dad didn't <laughs> want to let you say that. <sighs> have fun on the fields of justice. <laughs> <laughs> don't, for- don't forget your infinity edge. Yay!